0: So you've probably just heard Blush by White and right now I'm here with two of the guys from White so I'm just going to let them introduce themselves and ask them who do you think from the band would survive longest in the apocalypse?
1: Hello, I'm Leo, I sing in White and I suspect Lewis would probably survive longest in the apocalypse just because
2: he's really, really lucky. Uh, I'm Hamish from White, for some reason I think Lewis would as well. (laughs) I, th- I don't know why it is. Could Yeah, he gets away with a lot of things. <laughs> He also doesn't eat meat doesn't drink and hasn't smoked his whole life so he's probably more healthy more healthiest person <laughs> no he's not healthy he's not healthy but like he seems like he'd survive yeah know. he just would because yeah because there's he's always the, you know there's always these people who just would Lewis play, <laughs> and Lewis plays bass so so tell us
0: a little bit about the band as a whole then who you are how long you've been together and sort of what your biggest influences were
1: uh we've been together for it's now two years I think we officially are though yeah we've sort of launched onto the world In June 2014. So let's say since then, basically. Um, We we, we spent a bit of time finding our sound and our influences and stuff like that before then. So, but yeah, basically, that came about because I was put in touch with Hamish through a mutual friend of ours, and Hamish was doing a kind of solo projecty thing that was sort of post-punk stuff, which he can now talk about.
2: I was trying to get. um, I was in a like gap between playing with different uh, projects, and then. I was writing a lot of music and I wanted to try and make an album with guest vocalists who would be sort of some different friends would play, so we'd kind of duet a whole album so it'd be like all in the same vibe but different singers and I was looking for people and I was put in touch to try Leo out but I was at the same time writing music with Chris and Lewis and um, I live with them so Leo met me for that but also was we showed them what we'd been working on too and it made more sense that we'd just made a, a full-on band and just doing one song and a wee kind of crazy art project and then very soon after that we didn't want to um like none of us play drums and we didn't want to ha- have like a, a sort of not full-time drummer or anything we wanted like the band to be the band and the whole thing was the whole band sort of thing no session player so we got put in touch with Kirsten who we'd seen around and, and met at different nights out and stuff but I didn't know her as well and um, a guy that we knew who was recording had been recording her and was just saying like she's the, his quote was that she's the hardest hitting drummer he'd ever met and we were like let's give that get a shot then yeah. and uh, she's amazing she so. came along
1: to the first practice and he was right yeah and, she I, has, uh, and <laughs> I moved I moved from standing next to her to <laughs> the other side of the room <laughs>
0: the first time I saw you guys I was right up the front and it was the first thing I noticed was just how completely in tune with the kit she was and yeah. she completely knew what she was doing she knew what she was trying to get out of it as
1: well yeah, it was absolutely she's amazing, amazing she's a yeah, yeah. really good we tried to scare her a bit by giving
2: her a electric drum kit to play as well. Got like a. <laughs> so like, we got even. We got like <laughs> we got kind of like you before the band was going to be. and We saw in line these for sale an old vintage Simmons kit, which, which are like is drum plastic kit. hexagonal. Yeah, drums. they're like really they tacky amazing. looking, but also in the coolest way ever. Yeah, the big hex hexagonal like plastic drums. That's plastic a great drums. idea. And they like <laughs> they sound like a dance classic. Yeah, so we, she plays that, and they're they're really cool. She, at first, she was like what is that thing (laughs) but she's she's really good on it so it's perfect
0: so sort of talking about dan's classic so one of your big influences from my perspective certainly would be bowie because i've i've just seen a couple of your vinyls and obviously the sticker in the center is very very reminiscent of his ones Um, and i've seen the guitar cover you did of uh which yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely loved that as well so would you sort of agree that he's one of the big hitters,
1: right? Yeah, well, he, he's, like, when I was getting into music when I was young, I listened to the Beatles when I was a kid and just, like, listened to the Beatles, and also the Beatles, and also some Beatles, and uh, <laughs> then eventually, like, when I was just becoming a teenager, I saw Bowie on TV and kind of, like, decided to get into other music, specifically David Bowie, and uh, he kind of opened it all up, because I, I was listening to, like, Brian Eno, Lou Reed, and then you move on further to, like, television, and just like Patty smith things like that and he just kind of opened it all up and made me want to be a front man and make music and everything so the first song i sang live was quicksand off hunky dory which is a bit of an obscure choice but i'm pleased that i did so yeah like he's a huge influence on me i mean yeah personally i always go into kind of when, we're, when Whenever I've like been with bands, with new bands or whatever, I've always come back to albums like Heroes as a template of how to write music that is totally immediate, but still cerebral, but still dancey. It's just a kind of like mix of everything. It's still experimental, but it's still pop music. And I think he nailed it more than anyone else. And also the stuff that he did with Iggy Pop in Berlin as well, like The Idiot, is the same world. It's just like Swans. got this amazing edge
2: to it. Yeah.
0: Have you guys heard Iggy Pop's new track? Yeah,
2: yeah, it's, yeah. it's it. brilliant. It's, brilliant, isn't it? it's good. It sounds like it could be off the idiot Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like these guys come back and you're like, oh, I'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna make myself like this, and it is still good, but it's maybe not as like, but it, it, it does sound like it yeah, could just it's be good. It, it. it feels like, like he's really done, He's done all his silly albums
1: out the way. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> like the one where he sings Edith Piaf.
0: I mean, he's got a fairly. <laughs> Fairly high class cast behind him this time. He's got yeah. the drummer from Arctic Monkeys and a guitarist from Eagles of Death Metal, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah,
2: and uh, so. Josh Hop, yeah, Josh Holmes in it as well. Yeah, I mean, aye, the Arctic Monkeys drummer is like be- one of the best drummers out at the moment, I think, in my eyes. I think he's amazing. But um, no, I love it. I think his new stuff's amazing. I think he puts a hero. Yes, well done well done, I- yeah, well, <laughs> done James. well done yeah. James
0: going back to Bowie you're obviously signed with RCA how does it feel to have gotten to be on the same record label as him was that always sort of a goal or was that just something that
1: happened it's, it's to... one of these bizarre coincidences that happens in life and I was really pleased when they showed an interest in releasing our stuff
2: that's why you like that's why deliberately the the um, sticker and the yeah line, yeah no I did when, like, when
1: we when I signed yeah. them I was just I sort of thought you know yeah. I spent hours when I was a teenager just looking at the labels of like heroes and low and all those RTA um but we album said to us you were like,
2: Guys, do you really do you mind if I just said <laughs> <laughs> I really want, I really want to do this? And yeah. we so were like yeah, man, go for it. So <laughs> that was, yeah. and I also had to ask the label as well. because yeah, it's not, it's do, not yeah. actually their logo anymore. Yeah, because um, yeah, it's kind of like changed. <laughs> it's cool. Like the, the old school RCA like, in the label's office is a big rug. Like, yeah, they, they actually, like the that, the actual the like boss this.
1: of RCA there has got a rug of the label of golden years. Um oh, yeah. So it was quite. I didn't know that when I was doing this, but that was quite nice
0: general,
1: yeah.
2: so I think about stealing it. yeah, yeah. trying and steal stuff I, I reckon it would be pretty <laughs> obvious that we'd stolen it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably like have extra security when people yeah. from Glasgow come down anyway giant <laughs> uh, is
0: there any bands in the Glasgow scene that you guys are into at the moment or
2: there's hundreds of good bands just now in Glasgow it's actually like it's always got a buzz but just now it feels there's a really really good buzz going around like um we're we're really good pals with the band Baby Strange, who are, have been around for a wee bit, but they're starting to they're t- just doing their album just now. So there's also a brand new band called the Lapels, and they're like they're really nice guys. They're like they're just kicking off, but they've had like some people up seeing them. They seem quite interested in them. Yeah. So
1: the Tees
2: as well, who are, are opening pl- are, for us at the uh, QMU gig. Yeah, actually they're second on, but they are. they are opening for album. yeah, yeah, sorry. But, yeah, and then just two kids um, playing. called Carbs as well.
1: Kind of two brothers. Yeah. The the Vanties had me on stage um, singing Let's Dance at a Bowie tribute night, so that was fun. That was really cool. <laughs> that was an amazing. Not night, uh, not night. repeating that tomorrow, but no, no, no. <laughs> but it was what a cool you night. Tonight? You know, <laughs> if I if I if I do it again, I'll probably learn the words and not sing them off my phone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is shocking for you. Well I know the words, but <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> I know the words. I just don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. <laughs> you know?
0: So what's your favourite mishap on stage coming off the back of that?
1: Oh nothing has done? ever gone wrong for it. With this, <laughs> <laughs> That's well, we have actually been pretty
2: lucky. We've to been pretty be honest so far. We're quite like like we've all played in bands and we've all yeah, like, done quite, the s- most stupid things ever. <laughs> and like with this band we're actually a wee bit more. Like, prepared like I've kind of got a backup lead now and stuff yeah but I mean pretty slick. I've
1: not even had any particular like fall stupid falls that I can remember you have fallen a few times. I've fallen a few
2: times but but they're like
1: part delivery played part of I've act. played into them it's not been like <laughs> I've broken my leg kind of falls I don't even know what's nah, happened sorry it's really boring that's really no. boring like, um, one amp blew one, up once, yeah, that's yeah. not really a good... We were in London movie. and it's a really important show in our amp blew Yeah, up. but it's not a good no. story, that's just a depressing story. Yeah, it's like, it's pretty <laughs> crap.
0: That just means when you do get a mishap, it's going to be a big one. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight, probably. <laughs>
1: I'll
0: pretend it didn't happen in my review. So, if you were to write a soundtrack for a type of movie, or a movie in particular, graphic, mm. any idea of what, that would, what you'd want that to what be? What, our,
2: ba- like our band writing it? Yeah. Like, okay, um, oh what do you think party monster or into the void yeah that'd be um, good kind of like more upbeat blade runner that would work blade i'd, runner I'd, I'd, like I'd
1: happily have a crack at anything involving kind of ambient synth stuff because i haven't really had a chance to use all the stupid synths that yeah. i've been buying in the past we've five got,
2: years yeah leo just bought a what's <laughs> it like a selena, selena. string
1: ensemble Yeah, and I just sing so I don't get to play any of it (laughs) we've got a few tracks that we've not
2: not released yet that are like kind of big epic um, much slower like synthy kind of trippier tracks which will come at some point they're like they're pretty exciting yes I'm excited
0: so one of my favourite tracks Blush it's got a part in it where there's this absolutely incredible sort of dog is dead esque saxophone just comes in out of absolutely
2: nowhere can we expect any of that in the new stuff or yeah you could yeah I mean, not tonight, because <laughs> because we just like kidnap our friends sometimes to come and play saxophone. <laughs> um, yeah, but I've got yeah. That's that. My friend
1: Tom plays saxophone in my old band and uh, is incredibly talented at the old saxophone. I don't know if you've heard the remix of "Blush" that Everything Everything did. It's got a good
2: minute of his sax kind of playing it out, which is great. Because there's wee bits like in the recording that are kind of like not obviously there's a solo, but later on it's kind of got wee bursts like where it's like but they've like really like, taken the st- that individual track and like used it like pretty well. So mm-hmm. when we got that, it was really cool because lots of remixes are quite like you get remixes and they're, they're cool like and it's nice to hear it <laughs> but it's like a dance remix or like whatever but the, every, there's a real like musical side and it's quite inventive to yeah. everyone so yeah. it's uh, when we got it we were like wow that's what <laughs> cool amazing. but yeah
1: I, I think we, well hopefully there's going to be some interesting sounds and some unexpected songs I think that we've been trying to make sure like the songs that we've released so far fit into a very sort of like they are very dancey they're very in your face and they're kind of like present us to the world as that and our aim is to kind of have a few different sounds still keeping within the sort of world that we're creating but like slower stuff there's there's a really some, kind of electro one that, yeah, that we're really, playing really that's going down really one. well and, and some, just like so that people don't just think that some are one type of sound because <laughs> i don't think you want to get tied down to a specific sound too early otherwise then you're just like stuck with it yeah that band that do that noise <laughs> that's bad.
0: I do really really like your sound though, it's definitely one to work from. I
2: yeah, no, don't worry, we're not good. Yeah, we're not, far. we're not, <laughs> <laughs> not going too far. Yeah, yeah no, I know. Still got sense. <laughs> yeah, still got sense. and guitars.
0: So I'm going to completely leave talking about music behind now. Go, okay. If you've ever seen a photo of the guys from White, they have
2: some of the most amazing style I've ever seen. And I
0: really want to know, just, where do you guys get your
2: clothes? A lot of stuff is vintage stuff that we get, we pick up random vintage stuff. Things. Yes. I steal things from like my gran and my mum.
1: I've been buying a lot of uh second hand clothes on eBay. That's good. Just like looking under Vivian Westwood and buying anything <laughs> ridiculous. Anything that has like it's quite, shiny Yeah, it's, shiny quite bits to, like, <laughs> it's quite easy to like it's quite easy to find in a way because you just choose like the one colourful bit of clothing in the men's department. Because all men's departments in shops are just black. A and lot brown. of stuff as well. So but yeah, we've just been trying to find yeah. anything that's... Oh, you're, you go in and you're like, they've got a coloured thing and today. They've got a red jacket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you go on ASOS and you select like silver, red, gold, and you get the one result. And you're like, okay, that's good. <laughs> well
0: if you ever want something really really interesting I've just got back from Italy today and over there they have markets where you can pick up pretty much anything you could want for a single euro Whoa. So okay. to yeah. Yeah. you know like bright red cord yeah. shirts and things yeah. for a euro it's great really? <laughs> thanks <laughs>
1: <laughs> go uh, with an empty empty, empty suitcase yeah. <laughs> <And> 10 euros <laughs> done. so I'm going to go
0: back to the music now who are you guys listening to right now and do you have a favourite track that you want me to play on the show
2: who are you listening to right now, Hamish? Right now. Oh god. Nothing. I was uh, oh, I'm putting the spot. I'm not very yeah, good at it's that. Fine. What what am I listening to?
1: The rest of the band are listening to serial at the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Podcasts. <laughs> uh,
2: um. I really like Yeezus, the Kanye West record, which I'm sure is so far from our band ever, but I like get really interested in the production on that record. I think it sounds so sort of mental and I love how you use the samples. Are you excited I, for his new album? I just like managed to get a, a copy of it. Don't tell anyone. Um, <laughs> man, I, I'm still trying to. I'm trying to make myself like it. I don't. I'm not like hugely into it. Is it? So, I
0: saw on Twitter. I don't know if it was a joke or not, but he said it was a gospel album. Yeah. No.
2: There. It totally has got full on yeah. gospel choirs in it. Do you know what? Like, uh, like, as I say, Yeezer's, I think is like really, really. I love it. Um, but I'm sort of like struggling with that one. But I was listening to that. So that caribou, like really uh, back it yeah. back, going li- back into caribou again. I've been listening
1: again. to the tame Impala
2: album from last year. Was it currents. Yeah, currents. That's really good. Uh, and I really like this guy we're playing with tonight called Eyes of Others. Yeah. His stuff's on SoundCloud, and I listen to that all the time. I've been listening to really cool. uh, Gundula
1: Janovitz's interpretations of Richard Strauss's four last songs. <laughs> um which was on a list that was actually going around. It was Bowie's 25 records that he recommended. And I was like, eh, I might, might try and get into some classical songs yeah. and he was right. They're amazing. Um, and I have been recently got obsessed with the Nina Hagen album called non sex, monk rock. So I think I would like to push back from that. Just, she is a mad German punk post punk. A cabaret singer from uh, East Germany who escaped to the West and is
2: mental. Cool. <laughs> we did a, a, a piece a, a thing for um, was it Q magazine, Q magazine that we magazine. made a we, we did a we made a playlist for their website all about uh, music from uh, Jeb from Berlin. And it was quite fun because you you, know, you could really research like, who'd been there. And, yeah, I've like, now listened to loads um, more music. Yeah, so have them, I. Like, and, and, and I was actually, I'd, I knew because we're quite pally with the Young Fathers guys. And um, I knew that they'd gone over to record their second album in Berlin. Mm-hmm. So I just like phoned them. And I was like, did you actually do that? Because I'm going to try and blag my view into this playlist. Because I want to like not only put in like music, post-punk music from the 80s. Mm-hmm. But um, so yeah, so I've been like, I have i listen to them all the time anyway but i've listened to a lot of that i caught them with massive attack recently like in Glasgow, was that in Glasgow? yeah I, it was amazing i
0: so almost went to that gig but it was good it was just so hard to get it
2: was really good the, and actually like massive attack was like the visuals were totally were, uh, tremendous like it was really really moving like the whole thing was based around like immigration and but like you kind of i mean the i watched that kind of thing after about it but um, Like I've never been to a gig where the bands stop and everyone walks off stage and then the visuals keep going and you'd think everyone would be leaving to try and get out to get to their car but the whole audience stayed because they were like so into like the this the visuals of like all you know, everything that was going on, that they all just stayed till the end of the visuals and like Van could have been outside and wandering around like and getting, getting a hot dog at a hot dog stand or something but uh, everyone just stayed right till at the end of the actual screens. The Last moment. time I saw a
0: Bombay Bicycle Club they did something similar to that where yeah. they had um oh what are they called those big drums where you spin them and you see like the pictures oh, fly yeah, yeah yeah. They had that kind of thing on the projection behind them wow. and they had maybe about 50 of them on loop for the entire gig and then as they walked off about 10 new ones all appeared yeah. and it was just all them just sort of flicking by and sort yeah. of, it this just really sort of um i don't even know how to describe it it was just this really sort of like trippy visual yeah that just kept going after they left it was really really yeah.
2: nice like hypnotic
0: so you've got nina hagen as your track <laughs> so then which track of yours would you like to play
2: uh, I'll just go with the new single, "Living Fiction." That's hey, what that's what a pretty good choice spot yeah. song. Yeah. play that one. Yeah, go for <laughs> it.
1: Yeah, that's the first song we wrote together, and yeah. um, it kind of was where we found our sound in a way. Like once we had that one sort of lock, we thought it sounded really good, so we were just like, "Cool, let's try and work from that as a it's cool foundation." Because
2: well, we record all our own music and produce ourselves in our uh, in the house that she was living and um, that's the first song we ever recorded either, like finished recording so, and we're always, for some reason, the mix of it actually sounds really good and we're always with all our, you know, you, you think you get better and better at recording but we're always kind of like putting it on against Love Fiction we're like why does that song work, like, like and then if you kind of analyse it, it actually isn't recorded perfectly so you're like, what the hell is going on with that?
0: I mean, it's recorded perfectly to me.
2: Yeah, So that's yeah, all that God, matters. Right? It's, it, it works. Yeah, it's not like a Steely Dan song. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much.
1: For no worries. Dude. On the show Thank you very much. Thanks.
2: Cool.